G'day folks, Josh here from Deadset Podcasting, just out and about having a look around, listening back to part two of my conversation with Heather Welsh from Sunshine and Power Cuts. I am recording this on my iPhone, once again using my Bluetooth AirPods, not what I would recommend, but to be honest, I guess I'm sharing part of how I review my audio I go for a walk and listen back to the main segment of audio or interview section if it happens to be an interview and I form ideas as I'm walking that by the time I get home again to the studio I've kind of lost that energy and inspiration so what I'm doing now is regardless what show it is I record my thoughts on what I just listened to while they're still fresh. So that's exactly what I'm doing now. Normally, I would listen back to this intro again and re-record something similar and hope to recapture that energy back in the studio. But you guys are hearing it raw. So the reason that I cut this interview in two and they're not equal lengths was this was a standalone topic, I guess, within the conversation I had with Heather that I thought was really important. And I wanted, for no other reason, but for you guys to hear this and not miss it. It's about community and how Heather's built a sense of community around her show and her properties, but maybe even more so ingratiated herself into the community that she's aligned with online. So I didn't want anyone to miss this bit. So it's only about 10 to 11 minutes long, I think, from memory. But I think it's a really important 10 minutes. And it really shows where Heather and people like Heather that are coming from. They're not marketers or entrepreneurially driven people trying to exploit the potential audience of podcasting. Yeah, so it shows that there is another side to podcasting that you don't hear from very much. And that's people that are just doing it because they love doing it and it sounds silly in an artistic medium that that's actually not a group of people you hear from enough the people that just do it because they like doing it and they want to get better at it and want to share experiences with people and even more so hear about other people's experiences so that's what today's about and once again I think this is a good distillation of that type of thinking about podcasting. Righto, so I'll jump back in at the end. I'll probably be back in the studio at that point. And yeah, deadsetpodcasting.com to share the show. If you're new to the show because of the interview with Ed Philowat from Backpack Studio or from Part 1 with Heather, welcome. Thank you. Really appreciate you being here. And I won't steal Heather's thunder, but... If you're out there and you're lacking a little bit of confidence at the moment about what you're doing with your show or with your podcast network or whatever, just stick with it. And I think that listening to Heather now is a good place to start. Okay, talk to you again in a couple of minutes. Here we go. You're listening to Dead Set Podcasting with your host, Josh Liston. This is a show dedicated to podcasting in Australia, New Zealand and Southeast Asia. Follow along with today's episode over at deadsetpodcasting.com. Okay, here we go.
And it's something that Emily Prokop did for me in the very beginning. She just asked what I was doing. And she's like, oh, that's really interesting, you know, cool. Great to see you here. Um, I was the live chat, a bit of podcasting, which was funny. But yeah. So speaking of community, this is actually something I wanted to talk about today. Cool. Yeah. You've done a great job of building a community around your show, but as much as it's about the show, it's kind of maybe more about the overall concept of the positivity that you're trying to put out into the world. And part of that is the Sun's Sunshine Summit. Sorry. <laughs> the Sunshine Summit. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was? I think you might have been in collaboration with Geeks Rising for one of them or maybe both. I'm not sure. Yeah. And also what you were trying to do there because I know one thing that came up earlier today is that you said that you had a limit on bandwidth. And mm-hmm. we will get there, people. So I am, I'm rounding the corner to where we're going here. <laughs> so you said you had a limit on bandwidth. This was a full video production so yeah. can you also maybe talk us through some of the extra concerns you may have had technically with, okay, I've committed to doing this thing, but I'm the host and I don't have great bandwidth and this is a video thing, etc. There's no amount of stress that's come with that. But <laughs> you you were saying earlier about who are you to do this journey that you're doing, sharing your experiences, right, and your learnings and stuff. And a lot of people have that feeling. And I was six months in not even that because it was earlier than that when I started planning it, but I'm like, I've made all of these amazing connections in the very beginning of podcasting, so passionate about podcasting and what it opens up and just this ability to share and kind of create something and put it out there for people. And so I was like, I want to celebrate these people who've helped me make these connections because without them, I would have had a very different experience and I wouldn't be so passionate and enthused about it. And I wanted to share what they were doing because they're all amazing people that have these other things. So it wasn't about me. Um, I was just really, really grateful that I had the chance to meet them and know what they're about. And it was a chance to spotlight them. Um, I use a lot of sun and light themes and words and way of describing things. But Sunshine Summit, which is hard to say because the sound gets annoying. (laughs) Um, But just a week of live streams because I'm in New Zealand. So that means that there aren't podcasting events here. That's one of the things that's probably... I know there are probably more in Australia, but even then, if you're far away from a main hub like Melbourne, you might not be able to get to them and they cost money and all of those things. Yeah, We don't have any in New Zealand. So I wanted a way of connecting with people from around the world. And so you said video and I don't have amazing bandwidth. I'm in the countryside. So I have terrible internet. And the very first one, I had some friends who lived in a city, very kindly lent me a room for a week. So I could use their fiber internet, like gigabit fiber internet. (laughs) So that one looks quite good. I bet Um, it does, yeah. (laughs) yeah. We had some issues, as you do, because technical things happen all the time. I think at the very beginning of our recording, I had a glitch. So I've still got running technical issues all the time, and bandwidth is one of them. But I do really appreciate the ability that technology has to connect us all around the world. I can be here in my little house in rural New Zealand and chat with you in Australia and chat with whoever else around the world and bring in audiences from all over the world to celebrate those connections that make us feel good, but also teach us something because we're learning from their experience and they have amazing stories that are different to mine and different journeys and they're making different things. So some of them have been podcasters, some of them have been Twitch streamers, musicians, you know, all sorts. So it's very exciting, and I still struggle with my internet, and I've pounded <laughs> my internet ISP company for a long time to try and bolster it up. <laughs> so two things. One is that you sometimes you hear a lot about a person, 
and people are talking about them that you know, but it wasn't until the Sunshine Summit came up that it kind of piqued my interest enough in finding out about a person I didn't know that, okay, that that sounds really unique. Who did that? Who's this? Who's Heather from New Zealand and what did she do exactly? So I went down the path of finding out more about what it was than yourself. And I think that it's one of the things that people might not do enough early in their journey to, it's not about growing an audience, but maybe it's about growing a support network as much as anything else where you can share ideas and failures and successes is trying to do something that might seem pretty scary and unusual. And yeah. I think that that's a perfect example of you put yourself on the line of organising a summit when I'm assuming you probably hadn't done even a small version of that before. No. Yeah. And it's kind of powered the conversation around yourself. And I remember there was a guy when I was listening to a lot more podcasts about actually making podcasts back in the day, I think it was Steve Stewart maybe his name was. He was a finance guy. But he was answering questions and guesting on shows and providing little bits of audio here and there. Mm-hmm. And it took a, several times for me to think, who is this guy? And I went and found out who he was and found out that he seemed to be a pretty decent person. <laughs> so do you think that kind of embrace that you've had from your community and just the better podcasting community, for example, do you think that if you hadn't have done that first Sunshine Summit and take that risk, that maybe you would have those relationships with those people or do you think that that's something that maybe helps you to, you know, build those relationships? So what I've done for that very first one were connections that I already had and I did that through my keenness to explore and learn as much as I can from everyone who has way more experience than me and it wasn't about comparing my journey to them, it was just about gleaning what I could from them. So Everyone in the very first Sunshine Summit, I already had an existing relationship and it was my way of saying thank you and to share them with the world in a positive, fun, celebration way that's out of the ordinary of what they already do. And I was throwing myself on the line because it's not ever something I'd done before and, you know, those questions of who am I to be doing this? I don't have a big following. Who's going to watch it? All those questions could come up. (laughs) But everything that I do... And I think it's important is to be genuine. And so I genuinely asked, I said, this is my plan for what I want to do. Would you be interested in being a part? And I am fully prepared for anyone to say no. And that's totally fine because I can't control anyone. And also it's there's plenty more fish in the sea. So a lot of the connections that I've had, I I don't not know my guests, if that makes sense. I do what you do and I research and I fully make sure that the people that I have on have something that I align with that I'm either proud of what they do or you know I want to showcase them because it is really important and maybe not many other people know about it or I reach for the stars and aim a little bit higher and have bigger guests who people might think well you can't ask them because you're only little (laughs) and (laughs) and whatever but I always come from a genuine place I guess and I show them what value there is in being a part and I explain what it is and I there isn't any self-serving thing underneath it. I'll tell you honestly, it doesn't do anything for my growth um, on anything. And I usually had to put the podcast on hold because I can't do all of the things and manage a job and everything else yeah. in the background. Yeah. So it doesn't help my podcast grow. It did help my YouTube channel grow, I guess, because we were streaming them there. And so people would follow and it helped my Twitch channel. Um, people followed and 
shared things in the Twitch streams that we did in the the last round, but that's not my goal. So I, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be bothered. I just, yeah, wanted to make a space that was safe and fun and and sharing what these other people were doing. Okay, can I put myself in the mind of someone who may be listening right now? Yes. If growth wasn't of your own properties, if that wasn't the goal, was it still a consideration? And if you weren't doing it for that reason and it wasn't one of the reasons, yeah. what was the primary driver? The primary driver was being able to have a video call with the person that I admire. Exactly. I, was, <laughs> I might have been pushing for an answer there, guiding the witness, so to speak. But No, but that's absolutely what it was. It's just really my excuse to have a video call with someone and I do it purposefully twice a year. March, it's the week of my birthday, so what an incredible way to celebrate your birthday than hanging out with a bunch of people you really like all week who are around the world that you wouldn't necessarily be able to see in person. And then in August to celebrate the anniversary of my podcast, which is the whole journey that I've been on. So it's kind of about celebrating whatever has happened in the past year for myself and my guest. Awesome. So was there anything else you wanted to leave the Deadset Podcasting people with today? Maybe something that comes from being a New Zealander. That would be great. Find your passion. You have a voice. It's amazing. Use it for what you're passionate about and you want to create. And your journey is your own. And I can't wait to hear what it is. Well, we didn't avoid rugby talk, but we didn't bring up the cricket. So we've done <laughs> we've done really well there. So I'm sure <laughs> for an Australian and a New Zealand person to have an hour's discussion and no cricket, we've done pretty well, I think. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you, Heather. And just everyone check out Heather's work. Check out Geeks Rising, which from memory is Bandrew's project. Andrew Scott is the founder of that. He was a previous guest on a previous show and I had a fantastic conversation with him. I don't think I've laughed (laughs) quite as much during a podcast without the person being an actual comedian before. Yeah. Yeah, So that was great. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there and hopefully you can come back on the show in the future and thank you so much for being the first guest. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. This episode was edited by Dead Set Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing. Okay. Hopefully I didn't oversell that in my intro, but I really think that that was an important piece of audio. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it gave you some confidence, particularly if you're in a spot where you're thinking, how do I view my podcast? Because maybe it's not going exactly the way you'd planned. I think that you could re-listen to that that message there, particularly at the end from Heather, and move forward feeling a bit more confident. Okay? Deadsetpodcasting.com, at Joshua C. Liston on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You can also find me on LinkedIn if you happen to be a LinkedIn-y person. And, yeah, to anyone who's checked out the YouTube screen capture videos that I've started making about a week ago. Thank you for that. Righto, guys, a couple of episodes from now, I'm going to have Jay Soderberg on the podcast. So probably within the next week, the Jay Soderberg interview will come out. He's known online as Pod Vader. And if you didn't hear it in the last episode, it was a really fun chat. And Jay thinks differently to a lot of people in the space without being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian. So I think he's got his finger on the pulse. So that'll be out soon, and I won't take up any more of your time today. Thank you for listening, and 
go make some podcasts.